0: Right, cool. How's everyone doing this morning? Come on, it's good to be in the house of the Lord, amen. Come on, it's a new year. Look at your neighbor, say neighbor. Nivadunga. Look at your other neighbor that speaks Afrikaans say neighbor. Nivadunga. And the English people are like, what does that mean, even? It just means that it's new things, amen. I said, God is doing a new thing. Amen. Uh, that's not the word for today, but Hallelujah! I'll take it anyway. Um, I just wanted to quickly just carry on with just what my wife was saying about. For some of us that are maybe in the room this morning, and you're wondering, uh, yes, God, do I still have? Is there still? Is there something that I can still add to what you're doing in this generation now? I wanted to just to say this that, and this is not just for older people. This is for everybody. Maybe you are a younger person sitting here this morning. Say, God. How do I fit into all of all of this? And one of the one of the scriptures that God gave me of planting Wavepoint was in Genesis, where Isaac went back, and what did he do? He dug up the old well. And God was saying to me, because I'm from Jeffreys Bay, I grew up here, and I've seen a move of God during the 80s. There was such a powerful move of God in Jeffreys Bay, and I felt like my mom and my aunts and everybody were part of that move at that time. And I really felt that God was saying is that He's we are here as a church, wave point, we as God's people are here because we're gonna dug up those walls again, amen? And as we do that, that water that was flowing, which represents a move of the spirit of God, will begin to flow again. And I wanna tell you this morning, you are included in that. It doesn't matter what happened yesterday, you are still included in that. And here's the thing is that you don't have to prove yourself. You don't have to work to get there. All you have to do is say, God, use me. Yes, I'll go. Yes, Lord, send me, I will go, amen. Hallelujah. All right, cool, cool. Awesome, man, it's so good to be back here in church. It feels like we haven't been here in a long time, right? But it's actually only been a week. Think about it, it's only been really a week. Um, Last week, Sunday, we had Sabbath Sunday. I don't know if you enjoyed your Sabbath Sunday. Uh, What we did was we actually went to church. As a family, we went to another church, all right? There's a church down the road here, friends of ours at Father's House, and uh, we decided that we were just wanna be able to go and, and, and not having to worry about the sound and not worry about greeting people at the door, not worry about preaching. You can actually just sit in service and just be blessed. And Pastor, Pastor Lloyd, he preached such an incredible, powerful word on Sunday morning that was a blessing to us um, as a family, amen? So I don't want you to feel bad if you stayed at home. Maybe I want to a little bit. <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding, guys, I'm kidding. Um, so as this is our first, you know, service for the year, we normally kick off the year with, you know, a word or something that God puts in our hearts for WavePoint as, as a church. And last year, towards the end of the year, we went away as a staff, and, and I really felt like God was putting this word on my heart, and I started getting excited about it, you know, and the word that God gave me for, for 2024 is Grow. Let me say that again, the word is grow. Do we have it on the screen? There we go. That's our word for 2024. And, and while I, I got that, this word, I, pardon, I started getting excited about it. Why? Because whenever we see the word grow, it is connected to growth. Hello, Right, it's connected to growth. And, and because it's connected to growth, we can sometimes easily wanting to release a word from the front that is corporate for the church. And I can, as the senior pastor of WavePoint Church, I can come up here and tell you that WavePoint Church is gonna grow. And we're gonna experience and we're gonna encounter growth in 2024. And when we normally say that, the church claps and everybody's just like, yeah, it's gonna be an amazing year, right? Or at least me, okay? And I was getting ready for that. I was preparing myself for that. And then on Thursday morning, when I woke up, God spoke to me about this word, Grow24. And God said to me, CJ, this is not a word, a corporate word for Wavepoint Church. But this is a word for the people of Wavepoint Church. And there's a difference because if I give you a corporate word, it's all of us coming together to make that thing happen. Does it make sense? But sometimes we are losing, and God was saying to me, We are losing my people because my people need to grow. So I want to tell you this morning, this word God has given that you are going to grow in 2024. You are not gonna grow something in 2024, you are going to grow in 2024. And I begin to think about it, I said, okay, well Lord, you know, then what about WavePoint? How do we collectively or corporately, what's the word? And the Lord said to me that WavePoint as a church, we are in a season of growth. Hello, we've been here for the last five years and there's so many incredible things that, that I've seen God has already done. And in that moment on Thursday morning, God made me kind of take a step back and start looking again of what's been happening over the last five years. And the scripture that God put on my heart was that the Bible says, as long as the earth remains, there will be sea, time, and harvest. Know that? Everybody knows that? And I thought about it and, and God was saying to me, remember when you had the first service at WavePoint? I remember it was the 20, the 14th of April, 2019. Is that right? And we were gearing up to this moment and we were getting our teams ready, we were getting people ready, we were getting the band ready, uh, everything, the flyers, the TV, everything we were getting things ready because we were going to launch Wavepoint Church. But in hindsight, the mistake that I made is that I was so interested in the growth that all we wanted to do is that day we wanted to go big. We wanted to have the numbers. We wanted to have people come. And, and because the people will come, it will validate that God spoke to us about church. Can I be, just be, be open this more? Is that okay? But then I realized five years later, the first Sunday we had 250 people plus come to our service. That's amazing, right? right come on, you can clap. It's okay. <laughs> okay. And, and I remember standing in the front there and I realized, I said to myself, I like, sure. Man, I heard from God because look at the room. Everybody's here. People are clapping. You know what I mean? And the next week, Sunday, we went back to church and there were twenty. There were 27 people from 200, almost 300 people. And in that moment, that morning, I stood in the front and I thought to myself, did I really hear from God? Did God really speak to me? But now, how many of you know that hindsight teaches you something, right? I forgot to, to put this out there this morning, is that I just wanna do, um, where's that word? Hindsight, what it means, it's the ability to understand and realize. When you're in the moment, you don't realize and you don't understand. But when you're outside of that moment and you look at it again, you begin to realize, Ooh, I think I've got understanding of that moment, amen? And you know what I realized in hindsight is that what God needed to do with WavePoint, he needed to get us back into seed form. Because God doesn't work just with need, He works with seed. And, and, and what might have seemed very disappointing on the second Sunday, God was sitting back and saying, but this is the form that I need you to be in. I need you to be in seed form before you will have the growth. And God said to me, CJ, you keep focusing sometimes on growth, but not on growing. Because here's the thing, what is growth? Growth is the outcome, right? Everybody wants the outcome, but growing is the process. So when I release this word to you this morning, God says that you are going to grow. God is saying, I want you to commit to the process of getting to harvest time, amen. Is that cool? So I want you to look at your neighbor and say, neighbor. When I grow, something happens. Come on, say it with a bit of a smile and excitement, you know? Come on, do you want things to happen around you? It happens when you grow, right? Come on, look at your other neighbor. Say, neighbor, when I grow, my family grows. When I grow, my marriage grows. When I grow, my business grows. If you are not married yet and you're sitting next to somebody that needs to marry you, just say, Amen. Hallelujah. All right? So neighbor, when I grow, our community grows. But what's the key of all those things is, when I grow. Nothing happens if I don't grow. So the title of my message this morning is, when I grow. Come on. When I grow, I'm telling you, when I grow, when I grow. (laughs) then everything around me grows. Amen. So look at your other neighbor. Say, neighbor. "Neighbor." When I grow, grow." everything around me grows. So our growth and what God wants to do in our lives is not for ourselves. Hello. I know you've put down your list for New Year's and you made your little I'm gonna do this and I'm gonna do this and I'm gonna grow in this area, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But how I many know it's not really just for you, but it's because of the people around you. When we grow, we enrich people around us. Amen. So so with this title of, of grow, you know how, how do I how do we how does it work for us? How do we grow in 2024? I'm so glad that everybody asked me that, so I'm gonna answer you. Colossians 2 verse 7 says, he says, Now let let your roots grow down into him. And let your lives be built on him. Then your faith will grow strong in the truth you were taught and you will overflow with thankfulness. Another version says, you will overflow with gratitude. That's another sermon on its own. But when I read this, I begin to realize that what's God trying to show us? First of all, he speaks about agriculture. Do you see that? Roots, growth. Then the next thing he speaks about architecture, that we need to build our lives on him. And I begin to realize what God is saying to us is that in order for you to grow in 2024, you need to become a farmer. It's like, oh no, I I can't be a farmer now. All the farmers are like, right? So Gary, he's getting married to a farm girl, right? Okay. So I've started seeing a little bit of, you know, Gary's starting to change. He's starting to wear short shorts, you know? You know, the color is changing, you know? Uh, And he's starting, instead of buying surfboards, he's now buying stuff that you need on the farm. And he's from Cape Town. I'm like, (laughs) what's going on here? (laughs) You know? But here's the thing is that a farmer understands the importance of soil, amen? A farmer understands the importance of seasons. A farmer understands the importance of seed. And a farmer understands the importance of a root system. He understands it, a root system. So when we go back to our scripture, it says, let your roots grow down into him. So when we, when, when we read the word roots, we have to assume there's, there's something to do with seeds. You can only have roots if you put seed in the ground. Hello? All right. So when it comes to your list for 2024, maybe you haven't seen it that way, but actually if you do what you've put on your list, you are beginning to put seed into the ground. Does it make sense? Hello? So what I want to shift you from this morning is not just to look at the growth. Don't look at the end goal, I wanna be that, I'm gonna see that in my business, I'm gonna this, I'm gonna that. What I want you to commit to is the process of getting there. And when you commit to growing, it becomes a little bit easier to reach your goal of growth, amen? So now you put seed in the ground and, and, and seed that you can put in the ground could be something simple as a seed of healing. you trust in God for healing. So what do you do? You put seeds in the ground that's gonna produce that harvest, amen? Maybe for some of you this morning, it's your finances. Maybe you've been battling, you've been struggling in that area of finances. So what do you need to do? You need to put seed into the ground so that you can reap your harvest. Maybe for some of you this morning is that, man, I, I wanna grow in my relationship with God this, this year. What are you putting into the ground that can produce that? So as you, as you start putting seed into the ground, what happens, that seed, it starts producing, it starts, uh, it dies and what happens is the roots starts coming up, and it begins to develop a root system. Does it make sense? So when you trust in God for healing and you begin to water your seed, what happens? You start developing a root system of healing. When you trust in God for financial breakthrough and you begin to sow and you begin to water that seed, you begin to develop a root system of giving, hello? And what happens, it produces prosperity. Does that it, does it make sense, guys? So what is a root system? A root system is the organs of a plant. That are, that are modified to provide anchorage for the plant and take in water and nutrients into the plant's body. So again, when we talk about growth and we talk about harvest and God's gonna come through for me, it's sometimes so easy that we are expecting that, but if our roots is not healthy, it's not going to produce the harvest, amen? So we need strong roots and we need healthy roots. And, and it says another meaning of it is that it allows the plants to grow taller and faster. Sometimes when we speak about seed time and harvest, we think, oh, well, I'm putting seed in the ground, so it's gonna take me a year to see harvest. But how many know there's some plants the seeds that you put into the ground, and as soon as you begin to nurture them and give them the right food and what they need, they begin to grow like that. And I believe that as we commit to the process in 2024, that God's gonna begin to accelerate and we will get to the harvest much quicker, but we need to commit to the process, amen. So, once the seed the seed is planted, a root system must be developed. So, how do I how do I develop a strong root system? Number one, and it sounds very simple: you have to water it. You moet water gooi. Hallelujah. Die, is ek water groei nie, dan gaan niks groei amen. Is die Afrikaans on point van daar. Hallelujah. Right? If we don't put water on it, it's not going to grow. And 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 for some of us, we're thinking, ah, well, that's a simple principle. Here's the thing: you can you'll have your list for 2024. What happens is you start watering it, watering it. A month goes by, you start getting a little bit more lazy. Instead of watering every day, you now start watering every second day. And before you know it, things are beginning to die in your garden. Because you've neglected a simple principle of watering and John 4 verse 33 says and Jesus answered and said to her whoever drinks of this water will thirst again but whoever drinks of the water that I shall give him will never thirst but the water that I shall give him will become in him a fountain of water springing up into everlasting life. in our strength in our own ability in taking the responsibility to water what we have planted, our seed, we can grow weary in that. But if we are connected with Him, if we are connected with Him as the water source that will never run dry, what happens? It begins to feed our seed. Hello? And some of the days when we are messing up and we are not getting there to, to water our seed because we are rooted and connected in Him, what happens? He begins to rain onto what we've placed into the ground. Amen. And number two, how do you develop a strong root system? You have to talk to it. You have to talk to it. What are you saying with what you've put in the ground? If you've put a list together of the things that you wanna grow in in 2024, be careful what you say over it. What are you speaking over your seed? My friend is a farmer up there in Mpumalanga. He said to me that every morning, there's nothing, you don't see anything in the ground, but every morning when he goes and drives through his fields, he begins to speak to the seed. He begins to speak it into existence, why? Because he realizes that there's power in, this, in the tongue, amen. Number three, the important one is the word, the word, the word, the word. The more and more I get into the word and I speak it over, over what I've put into the ground, it begins to produce begins to produce, amen. Number four is the Holy Spirit. A relationship, cultivating a relationship with the Holy Spirit and praying in the Spirit as well, amen. So to develop develop a deep roots, we must then go deep in God's word and deep in spending time with the Holy Spirit. So now we've we've planted seed, we are committing to the process of saying we, we need strong roots, but here's the thing, without you knowing, come February, come March, if you don't look after that root system, what's gonna happen? It's gonna begin to die. So what stops what stops a root system from developing? Look at your neighbor say, neighbor, it's the little things. Come on. Sepha Olivia has declaimed anerkis. It's the simple, it's the simple, the simple things. And Songs of Songs 2, verse 15 says, he says, And catch for us the foxes, the little foxes that ruin the vineyard, our vineyards that are in bloom, the little things, it's the little things. Sometimes you think, ah, I can manage it. I don't have to wake up this morning and pray, I'll pray the next day. Little things, little things. And before we know it, life gets out of control and I don't have time anymore because I cannot contain what was once small has now become big. And these little foxes, what do they do? They start running wild in our fields. They start running wild in your business. They start running wild in your family with your children. Why? Because we are not containing the little things. What destroys it is that it's the wrong things we think. These little foxes, it's the things that we say. And it's the things that we do, those little foxes. And here's, those, here's the other ones that I, I forgot actually to mention in the first service is that pride, that's a little fox. Jealousy, that's a little fox. He's gonna come and destroy your harvest. He's gonna come and destroy what God wants to do in your life. Another one is impurity. Those little things, because because you think, oh, I'm just a little bit jealous. I can deal with it. Oh, I've got a little bit of pride. Somebody told me, but you know, I can handle it. And before you know it, that thing begins to, grow, begins to grow, and it wants to kill everything around that needs to produce, amen? So if it is the little things that wants to destroy our root system that we so badly need to experience growth in our lives, how do we deal with those little foxes? Another thing that I learned when I was in, on the farm is that Han, he, he planted his seeds, and as we were driving through the farm, he was telling me that there's these small, it's mice, it's mace, mesa. And what they do is as soon as you plant your seed, they actually come and they dig and they go and look for the seed. So their aim is that they want to destroy whatever you put into the ground. And, and he said to me, there's a lot of people that are animal lovers and all of that, but he said that if he doesn't kill those mice, they will destroy an entire harvest. So how do we deal with these little foxes? We have to kill them. You have to kill them. Galatians 5 verse 24 says, those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. That's not playing around. That's not, hey, you know, maybe I won't hang out with those guys, I'll, but I'll see them again and I'll have a glass of this year, but you know, I've, I can control it, I can control it. Galatians is saying that we need to get rid of those things. We need to get rid of them. And what's amazing is Galatians is not speaking to unbelievers. He's speaking to believers. He's speaking to you and me because why he knows that there's these little foxes that even though you are saved, there's gonna come and wanna steal what you've put into the ground. And he gives us the solution is that we gotta kill these things. Guys, if there's still stuff that you need to kill from 2023, you gotta kill it today. Because if you keep allowing these things to run wild in your field, we'll come back here or a year later and you would have produced nothing. I met with a a very wise man this week and he said something very powerful. He says that he comes in contact with a lot of surfers that say that they've been surfing for 40 years, but actually they have been surfing the first year 40 times, which means that they haven't grown. How many believers, how many Christians that we come in contact with People that are here at Wavepoint, they've been here for some time, but there's still some stuff, little foxes, that needs to be dealt with. Hello. So I want us to take a little bit of introspection today and say, man, maybe there's some little foxes that I need to get rid of. It's been, it's been ruining, it's been ruining things in my life because I can bet you there are some things on your New Year's list that you've put on that was on that list last year. But the little foxes have come. They've come and they, and they just destroy. It. The mice have come into you and they've just been eating your seed that you've put into the ground. But I can also tell you this, there are some things that have grown in your life in 2024. And all you need to do is apply the same principle. Is to guard against these little foxes, amen? Romans 6 verse 11, and I'm closing, it says, and even so, consider yourself to be dead to sin. And the Amplified Version says, and your relationship to it must be broken, but alive to God in unbroken fellowship with Him in Christ Jesus. What a beautiful word, unbroken fellowship. Unbroken fellowship, unbroken fellowship. Could this be the year that you are not just gonna allow those things to come into? And say, man, this year, I commit to saying, I'm gonna kill off these things. I'm tired, I don't wanna compromise anymore. I don't wanna go around the mountain the whole time, all the time, the same, the same things that I'm struggling with, the same sins that are so easily entangled, I'm still struggling with it. And sometimes when we need to deal with those little foxes, we, we might think that in a moment of worship or that supernaturally, you know, God can come and it, it's just gonna go away. But you know what, sometimes a simple way to deal with the foxes is that you just need to decide. I'm done with those friends. I'm done with that, I'm I'm not going down here anymore. These are the people that I wanna hang around. Why? Because it's gonna help me to develop a healthy root system that's going to sustain the growth that God has for me. Amen? So it's time to grow, right? Look at your neighbor again, say, neighbor. Let's grow. Come on, say, neighbor. Let's grow. Come on, let's grow. Because if you're not growing, you're dying. Ooh, let's leave it at that. Hallelujah. All right. So in 2024, church, let us not be so concerned about growth and focus on the outcome, but let us focus on growing. Right? I'm not worried about the growth of WavePoint. Why? Because it's going to grow if I grow. If you grow, if we grow, what we are building will grow. Hallelujah. But I just don't, I don't want just us as the church must grow. The church is doing great with the finances. We are growing with the belong groups. It's just the church, the church, the church, the church. But God is saying, what about my people? Why is it not happening in their lives? CJ, you are so good with looking after the roots of Wavepoint making sure that there's no little foxes in our vineyard. But what about the people, our family? What about the single dads, the moms? The young people that are sitting here, you starting school on Wednesday, and maybe you're already thinking about the end of the year. Am I gonna pass? That's too much, that's too overwhelming. God say, just focus on growing, 1%, 1%. Before you know it, you're like, oh wow, I'm stepping into increase. I'm stepping into flurries and I'm stepping into multiplication. Amen. So I'm excited. We're gonna grow, amen. We're gonna grow. So can I ask you to stand on your feet this morning? God, I thank you for this word. Thank you for this word. I believe to my core that this is the word for your people, that you want them to grow. You want them to experience increase, you want them to experience flourish and and multiplication. So God, we wanna, as a church this morning, as a people, we wanna position our hearts, Lord. Lord, we've got seed in the ground. Some of us have sown seed that we wanna see restoration in our family. This year we wanna see a change in our bodies and we wanna see change, we wanna have healing. This year, we wanna grow in relationships with people. There's so much seed that has been put into the ground in January. And I pray, Lord God, that you would help every single one of us here, that as we begin to water it, as we begin to speak over it, declare the word of God over it, as we begin to go deeper into the things of God, that that root system will begin to establish God. And that every single one of us come 12 months from now, that we will be able to pick fruit We'll be able to pick fruit, Lord. We'll be able to go into our vineyards. We'll be able to go onto our farms, and we'll begin to able to see the harvest that you have for us in Jesus' name, God. So I, I want you to say this. Just we've said it loud earlier, but I want us. I want you to say just under your breath, and just say, "When I grow, everything around me grows. When I grow, people grow. When I grow." Our community grows. When I grow, my relationships grow. When I grow, my finances grow. When I grow, everything around me grows. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we honor you. We worship you this morning. Thank you, Father.